This is the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy, dedicated to helping individuals not only win at work, but more importantly, win at home and in life. Helping individuals define what true success looks like for them and helping them live that success daily, allowing more freedom to passionately love the people and enjoy the things that matter most in their life. Welcome to the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy. Well, good morning, guys. Happy Thursday. I believe it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday today. Happy Thursday. Thank you for joining me at the episode number 94 of the Winning at Work and Home podcast. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, thank you so much. Uh, whether that is live or later on. I, I noticed we've been getting a ton of views, but not so many live. It may be because it's so early in the morning when we do this. Um, Ashley, Darren, thanks for jumping on. Ashley, I'll see you in about, I don't know, an hour and a half. I just got a little notification on my little Facebook phone, my phone right here saying uh, team management meeting at, in a couple hours. So I'll see you in a little bit. Um, Listen, guys, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this podcast, if you're listening for the first time, I know a lot of you aren't, is about winning not only in the workplace, but more importantly, winning at home and winning in life. How can we crush it? How can we do incredibly well in our marketplace, in our field, in our career, in our business? But more importantly, you know, how can we, we do it where we're also winning at home as well, where we're being incredible you know, a credible husband, a credible wife, incredible parents. We're taking care of our bodies, all those different things. You know, it seems like so often what happens is, you know, we'll crush it in one area of our life. We'll do incredibly well, but other areas suffer. And that's not the goal of what we're trying to do. That's not the goal of this podcast. We're trying to make sure that we're doing these little tweaks, these little strategies, these little things that we're all learning together to make sure that we're taking care of all the most important areas of our life that we're making sure we're doing the things every single day in those areas that matter, you know, and it's just, it's so incredibly important. And what happens is people's life gets, gets quote out of balance, right? I know that balance is a weird word. You know, you're not going to spend eight hours of work and then spend eight hours with your kids and eight hours, you know, with your wife, right? That's not what we're talking about. When we talk about life balance, we're talking about making sure that we're balanced in the sense that we're giving those key areas of our life, the proper attention, and the proper things that each of them need, right? Your kids don't need eight hours a day, but they may need one hour a day. They may need some play time, some wrestle time, some talking time, some communication time. Your wife probably doesn't want seven or eight hours a day with you, right? But she may want to communicate and see how the day went, or she may want some help around the house. You know, she may want a nice little note or a gift or whatever it may be. So it's just finding those things and making sure we're getting those done. You're not going to go work out and exercise for eight hours a day. That's not going to happen, okay, unless you're, like, really young and that's what you do and, and maybe you hit four or five hours a day if you're, you know, Olympic athlete or whatever, professional athlete. But most of us, last time I checked, we're not, that's not our living. We're not getting paid for, for being, um, you know, athletes or on a team. So that's not going to happen, right? So it may take an hour a day. It may take 20 minutes a day, whatever it is. So... That's what this podcast is about, making sure that we're taking care of all those areas of our life. And as we grow and learn together, making sure that we're, we're just communicating in regards to it. So what I want to talk about today, <coughs> excuse me, is uh, in episode number 94, I did a mindset minute about it and I thought it was incredibly encouraging, 
right? Remember in the beginning of the week, I was kind of bummed out. I was kind of sharing with you guys. Thanks for all like the direct messages and quotes. Like, dude, you okay? And, and, uh, you know, I'm here for you if you, if you need me. That was awesome, by the way. Tremendously, tremendously awesome. I appreciate that a lot, a lot. And it's very nice to know. It's very nice to know that you have people that have your back that are there for you and pay attention enough to notice and, and ask if, if, you know, if you need anything, if you need to talk or whatever, I'm there for you. So that was sweet. Thank you so, so much for that. It was really good. I'm starting to feel better. I'm starting to feel a little bit. It's amazing how time, sometimes time just kind of starts to work in things a little bit, right? It starts to just heal. Now, not all cases, not all the time, right? But, you know, one of the things I feel if we stay, and this is what I talked about, if we stay focused on the things that we know that we should be doing, regardless whether we're happy or we're sad, right? Or bummed out or depressed, whatever you want to call it. If, if we can stay disciplined enough to continue to do the things that we know we should be doing, it helps us get out of that funk a little quicker, a little quicker. Now it may take longer, but the opposite or vice versa of that is to let when we're kind of bummed out and we're not feeling that good and we're, you know, is to not do the things that we know we should be doing. That's going to put you in a deeper hole. I guarantee you if I wasn't doing the things like working out or, or doing the research or reading or going to work or doing the things I need to do at work and, and, and doing the things, things that I, I should be doing with the kids and with Julie and different things, I guarantee you I wouldn't be feeling that good. I'd be even more bummed out. I don't even know what this podcast would be about today. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, w- it would be going the opposite way. And instead, instead of going like this, you know, starting to feel a little bit better. So thank you for that. What I want to talk about, how life generally shakes out is the first topic. And this is interesting. I did this study, men's fraternity, years and years and years ago. But I remember this, and I can't, I can't remember how I came across this, actually, the other day to do a Mindset Minute. I'm trying to remember. Oh, I know. I was on, uh, I was on Vimeo looking for something. That's that kind of like YouTube. And I came across this old video I did like in 2012, man. Um, it was very, very interesting. I had it set up pretty good, though. It was a good little setup. Had my own camera. Had a black screen behind with some special lighting. So it looked pretty sweet. I was zooming in and out as I was doing the video, but it looked like somebody was doing the camera for me. Uh, so anyways, it talked about how life generally shakes out. And I think this is very important. And the reason why, guys, listen, I think this is important is because sometimes we get very anxious in life, depending on where you are. If you're in your teens, if you're in your 20s and 30s, if you're in your 40s, you kind of start tripping on some things. When you're on your 50s, you start to get this other different mindset or maybe get bummed out or depressed or, you know, oh, my life is kind of, you know, I don't know where it is, but there's always these different times in our life. And a lot of times it's, it's a lot of the time to where we're, we're kind of anxious and we, we don't really, you know, we, we start to think about things when you're younger, you're, you get anxious and you're like, Oh my gosh, I got to hurry because when I'm 40, it's going to be over. And then when you're 40 or 45, you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm just starting to figure stuff out kind of deal. Right. And, and then, and then if you have the right mindset when you're 50, it's like, wow, okay. Life is, is, is kind of cool. I'm starting to figure some stuff out. I think I'm, I think I'm good, right? And what an idiot I was or my thinking when I was younger. I don't know what it is. All these different mindsets. But listen, this is what I like, how life generally shakes out. In years 
one through 20, and, and you guys, the football people will like this or football analogies in regards to this. Life is like a game, right? We'll just say life is like a game. In, in ages one through 20, that's your warm-up years. That, those are your warm-up years, okay? Depending on what happens in those years, depending on how you were raised, okay? Did your parents get a divorce? What did you have to go through? What did you see? What, what were the challenges in those one through 20, okay? You may develop some wounds, you may develop some different issues, right? Things that, that affect the rest of your life, okay? But, but it's very, I guess, encouraging to understand if, if you're 18 or you're younger, right? 19, 20. I, I know some of Leon's uh, boys on the base, baseball team listen to us. A lot of those guys are in their 20s now. You're just warming up. You literally are just warming up. You have not really actually hit the field yet, right? You're just warming up. I know sometimes in college are different things or, or maybe you're not in, in college, right? You're working, you're trying to bust it, you're trying to grind. Listen, you haven't even stepped on the field yet. You're just warming up. And that's a good thing, right? That's a good thing. Enjoy that time. Appreciate that time. Get ready. Get kind of excited to step onto the field. Okay, and then they say ages 20 through 40, 20 through 40, that's the first half. That basically is the first half of your life. It's almost like it should be basketball, right? Because you have quarters in football, halftime, you know. So anyways, um, that's the first half of your life. During that period, during that time, you were trying to figure stuff out. You were making good decisions, poor decisions. There's a lot of failure. There's a lot of growth. There's a lot of different changing of careers. It's a, it's a big kind of a discovery time of stepping on the field and, and kind of figuring all this whole thing out. It is so interesting, guys. I mean, listen, what, what I tell my kids all the time, all my time, and I, and I wish I would have been told this. I wish I would have... Um, been able to kind of, but whatever, it is what it is, right? We're here and we all learn and we grow and, and we end up where we are. <clears throat> but this is a great time to, to, to try things. This is a great time to fail. <clears throat> it's a great time to learn. I told my kids, I said, listen, when you're young, man, go after what it is that you love. Find out what you're passionate about and then go after it. I mean, if you're 20 and you fail eight times, you're only 28. You're still in the first half. You're not even in your 30s yet. And what a wonderful, what a wonderful mindset or, or idea or what, what, should, what would I call it, I guess, in their head, right? I wouldn't say relaxation, but it gives them comfort or it gives them encouragement. It gives them the idea that it's okay. I don't have to go to college. I don't have to get a nine to five. And you can if you want. That's great. That's wonderful if that's what you want to do. But it's okay if you don't. I would more encourage, encourage them to find their passion, find what it is that they really love in that first half. Because often, listen, what happens, guys, what happens sometimes in your 30s, you get caught up. You end up, you end up, you know, going to school, getting a job, you know, working really, really hard. Maybe you start making some money when you're in the 30s, 35, 36, and, 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 and you, you don't, you're not that wise with the money, right? Cause you're making a little bit more. And then you get what's called maybe the golden handcuffs to where you're making, you're making a good amount of money. You have all this debt, right? 
for what the lifestyle that you now created, but it's not something that you really want to continue to do. It's not your passion. It's not something that you that you want to do for the rest of your life. You feel, oh, there, there could be something more. There's something that I need to be doing, blah, 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 this and that, right? And then you get kind of, then you got to backtrack. What are you going to do now? So that's what I'm saying. That first half of life from your 20 to 40s, it's very much a discovery. And I think it should be used as a discovery. I think it's got to be very careful not to get in a rut, not to, not to just, not to just get in. Not, not you, I, I want to say this right. Not to just put your head down necessarily and get in a job and a career and think all you need to do is just make money and you need to try to get it as much as you can during these years. Okay. I think that's where those are the discovery years. And, and you need to really, really make sure, I think, that you're very, very conscious of what it is and how your life is beginning to shape up. How, how is my first half going? Now, when I say putting your head down, I mean, yeah, you got to work hard and you got to hustle and you got to bust, but don't put your head down in a hole to where you, and then you wake up, you're 36, 37, and you hate what you're doing and your life isn't anywhere that you want it to be. Okay. So 20 through 40, that's their first half. Now, the 40s to 50s, that's halftime adjustments. That's halftime adjustments. That's where you can, you can look at the beginning, the, the, the first half of your life, and you can evaluate. And you can say, okay, where am I? What do I need to do? What can I do better? And guys, I'm telling you, this is so fascinating. As I'm 45, listen, it, it's been these, it's the weirdest thing how life generally shakes out. It is so true. And I'm not sure where you are in your life. But it seems like the past four or five years, I have been making adjustments. I have been making it in all areas of my life. It's just weird. When I, when I came across this video, I'm like, gosh, that makes sense. That's what I'm doing right now. Just making adjustments. What, what do I want to do? You know, doing the podcast, doing the mindset minutes, doing these things. You know, one of the things I thought about the other day that I want to start up next month and I'm kind of throwing it out there kind of throwing it out there. I'm just ready to announce it on Facebook, this different thing, right? That I want to do. So, so listen, I think there's hope in that because our forties to fifties are really supposed to be adjustments. We're supposed to look at that first half and say, listen, what can I do better? What do I want to continue to do? What changes, what things can I do? And it's amazing guys. I'm telling you, I'm right in it. I'm right in it. The different things, the different adjustments. You know, and I guess I got five more years to kind of tweak and adjust more, right? So think about that. I thought that was encouraging. I thought, because listen, sometimes we get in in our 40s and 50s, and if we don't know that, if we don't know that it's halftime, it's halftime, guys. You're coming in to the locker to adjust to your first half. It's okay to be dealing with stuff. It's okay to be looking at the first half and being like, gosh, man, I, I messed up there. I didn't do good there. And But you can't come in the locker room all bummed out and upset and pissed and and be like, oh my gosh, the game's over. Hell no, it's not over. It's halftime. It's halftime. Get ready, get fired up, make the adjustments, spend some time figuring out what it is that you can do better where you are, okay? And then go ahead and get ready for the second half. Get ready. And I think that's encouraged me. So from your 50s on, and I'm not there yet, from your 50s on, is the second half. It's the second half of your life.
Okay. And I know you guys, well, a second half, that means I'd have to live to a hundred. I, mean, I get that. All right. So maybe not, maybe not the second. I don't know. Maybe some of us going to live to a hundred, you know, but you know what I mean? Hopefully all of us are, are, are lucky enough or fortunate enough to, to go and be able to, you know, see our grandkids and be around and influence people in a loving way and a caring way up until our eighties and nineties. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome? I think it'd be awesome to be that 90 year old that is still kind of have energy and can walk around good and get stuff done. And it's just helping people, man. You know, maybe at that particular point, you got the great, great grandkids coming over to see grandpa, um, you know, great grandpa. And we're hanging out, we're talking about stuff and they're dealing with stuff that you dealt with, you know, 40 years ago in their marriage or in their parenting. And you can just help and drop some knowledge and just help them. I think that's powerful. It gets me excited. It gets me emotional thinking about it. But listen, that is the second half. And instead of, you know, they, they gave the turn, instead of uh, retiring, it's not retiring, it's refocusing. It's refocusing. You begin to direct, really, I feel, into the passions, into the things that are most important to you. And then you can live out the second half of your life really hopefully in your zone and stuff that you love and impacting and encouraging, however that may be, right? It's different for different people. But I think that's so important, guys. So listen, that's how life generally shakes out. And I want you to look at your life. You maybe maybe ask some people like, hey, I was listening to podcasts. You know, if we look at the different things or the certain things in our life, man, that seems kind of true. Hey, you want to come in? Hope's coming in. So you can ask some people, look at your life. It's crazy. If some, if, if I didn't know about this and someone told me now, it's like, Hey, 40 to 40, the 40 to 50 is kind of halftime adjustments and things like that. Come over here. You know, I would be like, wow, that makes sense. I really do feel like I'm in the locker room. I really do feel like I'm making some adjustments and this and that. You're going to come around and sit in my lap. What are you going to do? Hope's in here. So she's just standing right there looking pretty. You look pretty today. What do I want to eat today? I would like I would like my protein shake, but I haven't showed you how to make the protein shake. So what I'll do is I'll take some raisin toast with butter. There's a little raisin toast in there. You mean raisin cinnamon? Not raisin cinnamon, just raisin toast. Well, I'll take the raisin cinnamon toast. Thank you. Hope's been so sweet. She's been coming in and making me breakfast each morning, and it's so nice, so responsible. It's amazing. Okay. All right, that got me that got me a little bit distracted, but that was worth it. So how life generally shakes out. You guys got that. One other thing I want to talk about. I know I've been going 18 minutes, and I could save this for tomorrow, but I don't want to save it for tomorrow. Maybe I do. No, I don't. I want to talk about this today. There will be another thing we can talk about tomorrow. I want to talk about this quote, Jim Rohn, R-O-H-N. Finding is reserved for those that search finding is reserved for those that search now what I want to stress in regards to this I did a little mindset minute yesterday is I feel that we should constantly be looking searching growing taking in people and things that are going to make us better that are going to make us better and I gave the example of this, you know, listening to uh, Tim Ferriss' podcast. This guy, Aubrey Marcus, Marcus, was on there. Never heard of him before. Did a little research. It's kind of interesting, actually, his background, but that's not the point. 
was able to find some different things, get his book and make a few little adjustments. Just a few little adjustments. I mean, silly stuff, right? But stuff that's making a difference. One of the things I told you was the, was a lemon water with sea salt in the morning. The first thing I do is pound that sea salt, cut up a lemon, squeeze it about, I don't know, 12 to 16 ounces of water and drink that. A little tweak, a little adjustment. Now, if, if I wasn't taking time <clears throat> to maybe listen to a podcast, to research that, I never would have came across that little twig and, trick. And you might be saying, well, dude, what does that matter? Okay, well, it's sometimes the little things, the little things that we discover, okay, the little things that we find can make a big difference in our life. There's some other things I'm learning. I was listening to another podcast yesterday and I discovered this other thing. I'm like, wow, okay, I can implement that too. I can do that. So listen, if, if you're not out there looking and seeking things, you're not going to find anything. It's not just going to come to you. You're just not going to be driving around one day or just going through life and being like, hmm, Gosh, why do I feel so kind of lethargic in the morning? Why do I feel that? Oh, I just had this great thought. I'll just get water. I'll squeeze some lemon in it, and then I'll do sea salt. I don't know how that just came to me. It just came. What a great thought. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You're going to have to go and find and search and seek different things to improve your life. Improvements, those little adjustments, guys, do not just fall on us. They just don't. It's not like if we just go through life and we just live it and we're just kind of doing our thing that all of a sudden we're going to have these great thoughts that just come into our mind that's going to help us improve. It doesn't happen. You're just not going to be, you know, I, I like to think this is what's going to happen, right? You're, you're not going to be just parenting one day and just come up with all these wonderful thoughts of how to be a better parent. It's not going to happen. You got to listen. You got to read. You got to research. You got to figure out. You got to communicate with other people in regards to parenting. What do you do? What do you think? How does this work for you? You know what I'm saying? It's just not going to happen. So with that being said, what I really want you to understand is going back to that quote is finding is reserved for those that search. Who's The people that search, the people that search for these things, they will find different answers, different things. And, and the trick is then to implement them and make adjustments, right? I can read, I can read that book, all the different things that it's told me that I've started, but if I'm not implementing them, if I'm just like, wow, that's a great idea with the water, or that's a great idea with that supplementation right before you go to bed. Oh, that's a great idea to do, to do this right before your workout. Oh, that's a great idea to do this in regards to communication with your spouse. And then I didn't do it. And I'm like, wow, that's a great idea. I'm just going to not do any of it. That's, that's silly, right? You got to do it, but you first have to seek it. You first have to search for it. And, and to think, guys, that your life is going to improve, to think that you're going to be able to, to have more of an impact or do the things that you want to do without finding, without searching, it's not going to happen. So I want you to think about that. What's going on? Do you want anything to drink? Uh, I would like a little bit of milk. A little bit of milk. Hope came back and she's taking my order now. So anyways, guys, we're going to let that go. Hopefully this made tremendous sense today. Thank you so much for listening to the Winning at Work and Home podcast, episode number 94, how life generally shakes out and 
finding is reserved for those that search. So anyways, you guys have an awesome, awesome. You can come say bye. We'll say goodbye. See ya. Bye, guys. You've been listening to the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy. Be sure you subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. Also, be sure to follow Damon on Facebook at Damon Eddy. Define and design your success. Or subscribe to the Damon Eddy channel on YouTube. Until next time, know you have a part to play in this world, so be sure to play your part well.